Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 120, the biggest mistakes most first-time course creators make and how to avoid them. Today is the day! Amy Porterfield is back on the podcast. I'm so excited and let me just tell you, she is incredible. I know I've been talking about it for so long and you've heard me say it over and over again. And you've also got to hear her last year when she was on the podcast. And I'm so excited. It's been almost 100 podcasts. Isn't that crazy? I'm going to link to that episode too, because you might want to check it out. Um, But it's so I just can't even believe that I made it like I made it through the interview without completely freaking out or crying. And (laughs) last year, I was listening back and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I cried at the beginning. I had to go for a run. I showed up like a disaster because my anxiety was like through the roof. This time, I actually forgot about it a couple times in the beginning of the week. And then I was like, Oh, oh, yeah, I get to interview Amy. And so I was so much more I was calmer. She didn't have to carry me through the podcast. Oh, I'm telling you, it was an amazing conversation. I love talking to her. She's just the most genuine person. And I, I, yeah, this time I did start off telling her about this cream I was using on my face because I have these brown spots. And so that's how I started the podcast. But I, I just feel so comfortable with her because she's, she's, so authentic and so vulnerable and so real. And so when you see her, you're like, I feel like I know you. I feel like you're my, you know, my best friend. It's just, it's fun. So anyway, so today we're going to talk about mistakes that most course creators make and how we can avoid these. And you're definitely going to want to stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as... um, Okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so here we are, people. I have been talking about this. I've been sharing about this. I'm so excited. I hope you are as excited as I am. There has been so much goodness in this past month. There's been so many things that Amy has shared that I have shared with you and that I, you know, have passed along that she has put out there. Oh, so many things. It's been like a wealth of information. I love it. I love it all. I love the mindset work that she's done. I love all the things that she's doing for our community and for entrepreneurs and women. I think it's empowering and I I just think it's super exciting. I hope that you have had a chance to grab some of these freebies because it's been crazy. It's been amazing. Now, 
I've been talking about Amy for the past few weeks. So before we start the show, I want to share with you something very exciting. She's done it again, my friend. <laughs> she's created a boot camp. Now, she's had boot camps in the past, but this one is super intentional. And I'd love to invite you to join me inside Amy's private live community called Course Confident, a five day live boot camp to get digital course clarity, attract your audience, and show up with confidence online. Inside of this private community, Amy's going to go live and she's going to help us cement our foundations of our digital course. I also think that some of these tips are really helpful when we're launching our products even on TPT. So I think there's such value in what is coming. I cannot wait to be inside of this boot camp. I think it is so incredible. So here's some things that she's going to talk about. She's talking about, she's including what you might teach, what you'd be able to charge based on examples across tons of industries. She's going to talk about how to structure your course content, how to grow an audience. Now that's ready to enroll when you're ready to launch and a lot more. Plus, I'm going to go through it with you. If you use my link, then I'm going to go with you through it so that I can help guide you with the teacherpreneur kind of ways and helping you understand some of the mistakes that I've made so that you won't make them too. I'm going to help you reframe your thinking about price structure because it's so different for teachers. And so we have to look at it. And I had a huge aha moment in this episode that you're going to hear with Amy. And because I really was like, oh my gosh, I think I finally understand the pricing thing for our niche. So I'm excited to share that with you. And oh boy. So you're going to be learning alongside an exclusive community of people just like yourself who are exploring online education as a means to move away from from our regular teaching jobs or from having to you know spend do that time for money trap which is so annoying and I'll be there too helping you and sharing my insights every step of the way. All of that is only $47. Are you kidding me? If you're a heck yes on digital courses or even an I'm intrigued, I, I think you should join me. I'm going to link to this in the show notes because today is the day. This is the day it starts. The boot camp is officially kicking off today. So you want to join quickly. If you're listening to this at towards the end of the week, then, then stay tuned for a free masterclass. But if you are, if you're at the early part and you want to catch up, this is so good. You definitely want to be here. And it's only $47. It's such a steal. And Amy is going to over deliver like she does every single time. And I will be in there to hold your hand and support you. We're going to have a lot of fun in the process. You can find this at trinadebreyteachingandlearning.com forward slash bootcamp, or just click the link in the show notes, but trinadebreyteachingandlearning.com forward slash bootcamp. All right, people, now is the time. Let's get on with the show. Okay, one more thing. I When I was editing, I decided that I didn't want to cut out the beginning, I know it's a little rambly and it you know personal and whatever but I I just think it's so important for you to hear how genuine she is when she, when we when it doesn't even seem like we're recording. And and maybe I should tell her that in advance like I might keep this. But um <laughs> but 
I never do. But I just love like that you can just talk real things. Now it's a little embarrassing for me because I ramble on about my skin. But um, but I just feel like it's important for you to hear that. And if you're bored with that part, and you want to get to the good stuff, then just hit, you know, the for, jump ahead 30 second thing. <laughs> All right. Well, hello. Hi. How are Hi. You? <laughs> it's good to see you. I'm gonna not I'm gonna try not to cry this time. Aww. And I you didn't did. have to go run like I did last time. Last time I had to run before I, I interviewed you because I was freaking out. This okay. time I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Love but you. I, my Love face, you. I look like I have a sunburn because I've been doing this thing for brown spots on your face. And now my face is like, it oh. is killing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would never have guessed that. Also, what are you doing? Is it like laser? No, it's, it's like a cream. It's, it's called, yeah, it's like Tolac or something like that. That's what it's called. And it's, and so like you put it on the brown spots every day for like seven days. And, um, the doctor is like, don't do it beyond seven days. He's like, you're not going to want to anyway, because it hurts, like starts hurting. And at first I'm like, this doesn't hurt. I don't know what he's talking about. And now it's like burning here. And I might've accidentally got it on my eyelid. I have like a red. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The things we do, I mean, and you know, what's the worst because we're on video so much, there's stuff I want to do to my face, like lasers and such that I'm always like, what's the downtime because I can't do it. So, oh my gosh, I totally understand for sure. I can't believe I'm telling you about that. Okay. (laughs) I recently got my lashes off because they were just irritating me. And I Uh got this thing called a lash lift where they put a solution on your lashes and it's supposed to kind of lift them up a little bit. Uh Uh, I woke up the next morning, the puffiest eyes ever, super red, itching like I wanted to rip them out. I'm thinking, what am I doing to myself? What is happening? Uh, I know because you you can't help but be self-conscious when you're on the screen. You see yourself every day. I totally agree. It's it's very unfortunate. It, it is. It is. Anyway, I'm so glad that you're here. So I, I'm excited. Well, I'm excited about me. this. Okay. We'll get started. And I won't just ramble on about vanity <laughs> things, but <laughs> Amy, I know I've told you this before, but you, you are amazing to me. Like I really feel genuinely inspired by you every day. I just posted that comment on your Instagram the other day and you commented back, which I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, and I do feel that way. Like watching you the last like year has been, I'm like, look at her. Like she's leaning into her life. She's like, you seem so happy. And you're, you're, you're like, I've got to put some of these things down. I've got to take care of my mindset and my family. And it's, it, I have the chills. Like it, it's like, it's been such an incredible journey to watch you on that. It's, it's the so fact, motivating. The fact that you've noticed that means the world to me. It says a lot about you being, you know, intuitive to those kind of things because it's been a huge effort. So I appreciate you saying so. It's been a journey. Yeah, I, I know. I can tell. But I, um, it's not like it's, I don't mean it's an obvious thing, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's beautiful to me. Like, it's just beautiful to me. I mean, there's something about you that inspired me in the first place. And I I think I told you that last time, but you're, I don't know, just watching you. It's, it's very motivating. And every time I feel like I want to give up on something, I'm like, no, you can't give up. Like, what would Amy say? What would Amy do? Yes. If that moves you forward, I'm all for it. Never give up. It does. So thank you. Okay. So I'm just going to introduce you and then we'll get started. Okay. I think I told you in the notes that I, I presented at 
we have a conference in, in the TPT world, like in the teacherpreneur world yes. and it's called, um, and it, that's what teachers pay teachers. And so I spoke on mindset on money mindset, because right. we never talk about like making money and women being able to make money and, and that it's okay to want to make money. So I just wanted to do that. Just a few questions in the beginning, which I did share in advance, um, that I, that I wanted to just talk about that because I think it's, it, it got such a huge response. I was overwhelmed by, by all the people that wrote me and stopped me and talked to me and Insta messaged me on Instagram. And I was like, holy cow and shared their stories. And I'm like, this is a topic that we need to talk about. Yes. And, and like, if we're not going to open up ourselves to those, you know, those possibilities and believing that, that we deserve it, then we're going to, we're going to struggle to do oh. things like create a course or run a business. So true. Absolutely. And the fact that people were sending you those messages, obviously you hit a nerve that needed to be talked about. So I love that you did that. Yeah, it was hard. It was crazy. Anyway. Okay. So I'm just going to start, even though I get so nervous, like doing, I'll do like a more formal thing when you're not sitting here, because that makes me, <laughs> I know so my intros when someone's watching me, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So I am absolutely thrilled as many, many of you know, because I've been talking about this for weeks and weeks, but I have the one and only Amy Porterfield back on the podcast to talk to us about common mistakes that course creators can make and how to avoid them. Amy, welcome, welcome back. Well, thanks so much for having me. I've been excited about this conversation. Me too. I, I am so, I listened to our podcast last year. It was like almost exactly a year. And I, I was like, I had to stop because I was making myself so nervous because I was so nervous in the conversation that I'm like, don't listen to this anymore. It's all right. It's so exciting. Okay. So I told you a little bit before we started that I presented at TPT about money mindset and how important it is for us to be able to to really see it, imagine it, believe it, and feel that we are worthy. So I kind of wanted to start a little bit because you've done so much incredible work around mindset, and I know it's become a really important part of your life. I think it always has been, but I think you really have leaned into it. And I, I, I want to ask you, I want, I want you to to kind of talk a little bit about about that, about mindset, and how it can be. Sometimes it we end up like blocking ourselves. And then we don't have these opportunities to, to do things, to do bigger things and to do things that impact the world in such a great way. Yeah. So, so what do you say? What is, what is at least one thing that you would say about, about, about mindset work? Well, when I was working for Tony Robbins, one of the best or biggest gifts that I took from that experience is he used to say all the time that to be an entrepreneur, a business owner, and I think this kind of is for everything in life, but 80% of it is your mindset. 20% is mechanics. So I could teach webinars and digital course creation and launching and list building all day long. But if I don't also focus on the mindset for my students, none of those strategies will ever sink in. They won't be implemented. They won't matter. And so mindset has always been a really big focus for me, but actually I shouldn't say that. In the early years, I didn't realize how important it was. Over the last few years, absolutely one of the most important things. And when I say mindset, what I mean specifically for myself and my students is working on it every day. And what working on it looks like to me is catching those thoughts that are not serving me, 
reminding myself not to believe everything I think. And also something I'm working on with my own coach is that I'm not bad for having these negative thoughts because I have them every single day. I'm not bad for thinking, who am I to be doing this? Or I'm not bad for thinking maybe this was all luck and it's all going to go away. Or I don't really know enough to be teaching this or whatever comes up for me. She says, Mm -hmm. it's okay to have the thoughts. You just have to know that you can't believe everything you think. And then also, this is one of my very favorite pieces of advice she gave me. If you're going to go down negative town and have these negative thoughts, because we all do, (laughs) she says, you have to have equal airtime for the flip side of those thoughts. And so this is another Mm. practice I do when I say I'm minding my own mental health is that if I go down negative road, I can't do this. This is too hard. I'm not cut out. The flip side of that with equal airtime is I have a proven track record. I've done good things in my life. I can do hard things. Let's get at it. So it's been a huge part of my journey and many of my students' journeys. So I'm so glad you're bringing light to it. Well, I I think it's so important. And I I speak from someone who has gotten in their own way many times. And most definitely when I even first met you and first did Digital Course Academy, I don't think I felt smart enough, good enough when I first put my first course out in the world. And so it was a lot of work that I've had to do on believing that I'm worthy and also to even realize that I might be blocking myself from making money, which I think who wants that? Like no, right? you know, no nobody, thank you. no, thank you. So it, it, it's just, it's been a lot of work and a lot of what you have said has resonated with me. And I, I listened to your podcast and I was, I, you know, I watched you on Instagram and all these things. And I feel like it's so important. And I know for people in my, in my world, my teacherpreneurs, like, I, I feel like it's a common thing for us. We come from a system of scarcity and being a teacher, you're, you find, feel a little bit like you, it's like a little bit of oppression, even your, your voice is limited, your choices, your resources. It's so much. And so sometimes I feel like we drag that into our business. And I, I think that's when we get on our own way. So mindset is so crucial. So what is one of the most important things that you've learned about allowing like money to come into your life? Ooh, I love this question. I love talking about money because especially for women, I don't think we talk about it enough. And so I think for me, when I think about bringing in money into my life, I had to work really hard on believing that I deserved it. And I got to tell you, when I was first starting out, and I've done this several times in my past, but I remember one time very vividly, this is such a crazy story, where I did my first launch of a digital course, and it was my first successful launch of a digital course on my own. And I made $30,000 in just a few days. And I remember Mm -hmm. thinking, oh my gosh, that that is so much money. I can't believe Mm -hmm. I like finally cracked the code. And instantly, like one minute later, I thought something bad's gonna happen because if something good happened to me, I made a lot of money, something bad's gonna happen. I have no idea where this comes from or why it happens, but I've definitely worked with my therapist on it. But I just, well, I do know a little bit where it comes from. I didn't feel like I deserved it. So it's gonna be taken away. And that Mm -hmm. night, my son was really little and he was playing around in the kitchen and he was swinging between two cabinets and swung out and banged his head on the tile. And it was, I remember that crack, like it was yesterday. And um, we called the doctor. They said, just monitor him. In the middle of the night, he started throwing up. He had a concussion. We had to rush him. He had a brain bleed, all that stuff. He's fine. Thank God. But in that moment, I thought, this is it. I made all this money. 
So then something bad is going to happen. I knew this was going to happen, which life happens. We know our kids get hurt all the time. Yes. So I tell you the story to say it is deep rooted in me to think that for some reason I'm not worthy of all this success. And I've had to work very, very hard on telling myself I am worthy, that I have to live in abundance. Mm-hmm. I know that um, if it if I can do it once, I could do it again. It's not a fluke. So yes. I think my biggest advice is to work on accepting the good that comes into your life and knowing that you absolutely deserve to make a lot of money with no shame around that. Like, yes, I have a good friend who talks about the money she makes all the time and people Mm -hmm. think it's scandalous. Why? Let's talk about because so other women feel really confident knowing they can also make good money. I totally agree. I a hundred percent agree. And I know that people have, you know, varying opinions about that, but I feel like we have to be able to do that. And we have to be able to support ourselves and our lives and our family. And we have to be able to like root one another on, because I think as women, especially when you're in a business that is so predominantly women, I think that is, that is an actual opportunity to to have this like camaraderie and have this belief in one another and the whole rising tide, you know, with the all boats lift or whatever that thing is with the rising tide. I think that's so, I think it's so, I can never remember it right, but I think it's so important. And I think when you've done this mindset work, you begin to realize that there's so many opportunities to actually bring more money and more abundance into your life that were there all along, but you couldn't see them because you were kind of stumbling in your own way. And so I think one of those opportunities is actually creating a digital course and how your knowledge and what you have to offer and putting it out there into the world and what an impact that can have. So I know what we've talked, we talked last year about like when to know that it was the right time. So now people, you know, they, people that want to create a digital course, this is the the episode that I want them to hear because I know that some people are like, I'm going to make a mistake. And I, and, and, and one thing I will say to you before I ask you that question is I've made lots of mistakes and there's plenty. And just recently, you know, I've made an, I've created a, you know, I have now I have multiple courses, but I created a different course and I, I finally knew exactly who my audience was. That was my first problem. And, and every time I do something, I'm like, would I want to tell this story to Amy? Like, I don't want her to think, what is she doing? She is not listening. And I never, I would never think that. Oh, well, you would, if you heard some (laughs) of the things I'm like, I know how to do this. Why am I doing it in a different way? So I'm like, I need to go back and rewatch everything. Cause that is, that's what I've decided. But what would you say to people? Like, what are some some, some mistakes that people make, like they've made, you know, they're creating a course and what are some mistakes that they make and how can we avoid that? (laughs) Love, love, love this question. And I want to start out with saying, you say, you know, you just recently made some mistakes. Uh, just this morning, I found out that we ran some ads overnight and spent a thousand dollars and sent all of our traffic to a page that was password protected. No one could get what we were promising them in the end. So I'm 13 plus years in and I'm making mistakes left and right. So just remember all of us, anyone listening, we all make the mistakes no matter how seasoned we are. But here's the thing. 
when it comes to digital courses, some of the biggest mistakes I've seen is number one, uh, not getting clear on the type of course you want to create. And when you make this one decision, it really does open the door for how you want to lay out the content. And here's the thing. My sister is a, now she's a first grade teacher and I mm. absolutely have a soft spot for all teachers and what all of you have gone through and what you do for our children. And one of the things that you have going for you as a course creator, you know how to teach, you know how to lay out content, you know how to put together a roadmap. Most people coming into my courses do not know that. So my yes. teachers do exceptionally well because you have skills that most people do not have. So I just wanna put that out there right away. But one of the things is the type of course to create. And I think we might've talked about this last time, but I'm gonna give a good refresher. There's a starter course, a spotlight course, and a signature course. So a starter course is that jumping off one-on-one -on -one type basic course where you're just helping someone get started in the direction they wanna go. You're not promising huge transformations, but you are promising results to keep them moving forward and give them the information to get started. A spotlight course is more of a, it's it's about taking one area of your expertise and going deep. So I love to use the example of Rob Green, one of my students, he's a photographer, and he created a course where he taught flash photography. So he went deep on one topic and he had a hundred people on his email list, put the idea out there to everyone and made $12,000. So he didn't have a big audience, still made great money with one topic he was really good at. He could have taught 20 different topics, but he chose one and he went deep with it. And then the third type of course is a signature course. I call this the Mac Daddy of all courses, where you are promising big transformations from A to Z. So my program, Digital Course Academy, that's a signature course. I show people from scratch how to create a course, knowing nothing, all the way to how to launch it and how to grow an audience and how to make money with it. So there's a huge transformation there. Mm -hmm. So with these three courses, what you want to first do is think, okay, First, of course, what might I want to teach? And mm -hmm. then in what way, what type of uh, course would this fit into? Because once you know that, then you could start to saying, okay, what do I wanna price it based on the different types of courses? So okay. coming up with that decision first is really important. And a lot of people skip it and then they get really confused as to how much content to put into the course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And also I had a just had a revelation while you were talking because I think, it's, it's so unbelievable when you look back and reflect and you make, you know, iterations, but when you look back and you go, oh my gosh, that's where I messed up at the very beginning. And, and it's like, whoa. And then I just continued on the, <laughs> the wrong path. Right. But when you say, because for teacherpreneurs who are creating a course for teachers, because when I first made my first course, it was really more towards teacherpreneurs, which wasn't my audience. Oh. So I was like, what am I doing? Yes. And then I, I learned through you that I have to show up consistently. I'm like, I don't show up for teacherpreneurs. So then I started this podcast with, along with my other podcast. And I was like, where am I going with this? But what I've realized when you just said that about the starter and the spotlight and the signature are when you think about it as a teacherpreneur and you're giving content to a teacher, if you are teaching them, if they're an elementary teacher, for example, if you are teaching them one little specific part of their day, if you're teaching them how, you know, about guided reading or teaching them makerspace, which is my passion, or you're teaching them, you know, math centers or whatever. It, it's, it's not their whole entire, like what they have to, what they have to ha have as a teacher. And so I keep get I keep thinking, oh, but I'm giving them all this content on, on makerspace and all, but I'm like, that doesn't mean it's a 
signature course. It means that it's one part of what they're, what a teacher needs. So I need to think about my pricing in that point as well, because this isn't going to transform their entire day. And when you're an elementary teacher, you're, you've got all these different subjects. So you, so you kind of have to think of it like that too. Does that make sense? It does. I love it. Where does it fit into their world? How will they be using it? What else do they need? Those are all really great things to look at. So I love that you brought that up. Because I think sometimes that's where people get stuck and they think, and then they, they, and then the pricing that goes along with that is, you know, they get kind of messed up with that as well, because they think they've, well, I've created all this, so it should be considered a signature or even a spotlight. And I'm going to price it that way when it's, when again, it's like, wait a minute, it's only one small part of a teacher's world. So it, so it's something I think to consider when people are thinking about that. So that's one of yeah, because I, I I don't know, just all of a sudden it really hit me when you were explaining that. You know what? You have to hear it like I've had to hear it like seven or eight times. Yes. But um, <laughs> because not only did I go through GCA in the very beginning when you first created it, I, I when I the next year when I was when I was a proud partner, I took people with me and I sh- showed up every week and and I did like a coaching and we stayed together. I was going to do it for the amount of DCA. We stayed together for over a year <gasps> and um, yes, oh my over a year. I still talk to them regularly uh, because love. I was so invested in what they were doing. And then I also went re- through it myself and I'm like, and I learned, I was like, this is like so great. It's such a, it's something sometimes for like people like me that have to hear things over and over again. Yes, so it's, sure. yeah, it's a, um, and I, and I love that. All right. So that's one of the mistakes that they can okay. make is Let's not really get getting off to the, like the, the course, the right kind of course, right. So getting clear what's what another you want to create. Yes. Yes. Sure. So another mistake that I see course creators make is they feel like they have to do all the things right out of the gate and you absolutely don't. And here's what I mean. So a lot of my students who have gone through Digital Course Academy, when I see their results and we're obsessed with getting people to the finish line and getting good results because we get to brag about them all over the web. So it's a win-win. And so when I see them get to the finish line and I hear about their results, one thing that I've noticed from my first time course creators is they don't do everything that I teach. They follow my guideline, they follow my roadmap, Mm -hmm. but they pick and choose what's best for them. And what I mean by that is one of my best students, I've talked about her a million times, Denira, Caramel Candy Apple Queen. Mm -hmm. And when I found out she made $60,000, which is a lot of money, $60,000 her first launch, and then realized she didn't even do webinars, I was like, wait, what? At first I thought, wait a second, she broke the rules. She didn't follow exactly how I taught it. And then I got to know her more and I realized, oh, she was just doing what she was able to do at the time. She didn't have Mm -hmm. a lot of time, didn't have a lot of um, money, couldn't really figure out the tech right away. She had a busy, busy life. And so she thought, you know what? I'm just gonna go live in a Facebook group once a week, deliver my modules. They're recorded. I could put them into a members area. That's how I'm gonna do it my first time out. And it worked for her. It worked so well that I incorporated that into my course so that other people can learn, hey, there's other ways to do it. So don't think you have to have all the bells and whistles. You don't have to have Mm -hmm. the most expensive equipment. You don't need a fancy camera or fancy microphone or fancy lighting. You don't need any of that, especially your first time out. I always say, keep it simple, get fancy later. Because De Niro's program is way fancier today than it was three years ago. And so- the the mistake I see is that you think you have to do it all, so you don't do it at all. 
And so you yes. don't get started. You never yes. launch, you never finish your course. Keep it simple and just know okay. you can make it better every time. And here's why that's so important. I teach digital courses to give people, especially for teachers, this makes so much sense, more freedom, more creativity freedom, more time freedom, more financial freedom, more lifestyle freedom. Because if you create a digital course once, you get to launch it over and over and over again. I've had yes. courses that I've launched for the last four or five years. And so, of course, every time I launch them, I'll make them a little bit better, but I don't change a lot of stuff, meaning mm -hmm. that I have more freedom because I'm not constantly reinventing the wheel. So yes. you create one important asset, you get to launch it over and over again. And for busy teachers, that should yes. really pique your interest because it makes life easier. Absolutely. And also when, especially when you're selling on a marketplace like TPT and the prices that you're, you know, we're talking three and five and $10 products. I mean, some people have larger priced items, but it, there isn't the oppor same opportunity that you have in creating like a course and having that live on and grow and, you know, getting to relaunch it over and over and over again and not having to recreate little small things every five seconds. I think that's definitely, that's always been, that was the first appeal to me was the fact that this has so much potential that I, 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 I need something that also has potential. I didn't want to give up on the thing I was doing, but I, but I really am like, I want to make a bigger impact and I want to, I want to have the ability to actually make more money. And I think that's okay to say so. And I think it's okay to feel that and, yes. and things like courses absolutely are things that are, that are able to do that. And, and teachers need good PD. That's the other thing. Like they're getting I'm just going to say it crap at school. And so like we are able to give them something better than they're getting. And I think that is a, a really a huge appeal as well. Absolutely. I think that I think, yeah, I think that's exciting. And also when you say that, like you make, you know, you make a few tweaks or whatever, and then they get it again. That's the other part that I love about DCA is that it's not just this one time you're taking this course and then you're finished. You have the opportunity to go back to it for the life of the course, which is a huge benefit to busy teacherpreneurs because you have, you can go back and learn. And when you learn yourself, um, you meaning you, Amy, um, when you learn, you share that with us. Yeah. And so then we get to, we get to see more of, okay, now we can try this or we can try that. And I think that is such a huge, such a huge benefit. And I really appreciate that so much. And the other thing that I have to say about, about that is that it's DCA isn't even just about creating courses. And that, and that's, I have said that for, for years. I'm like, it taught me so much in business talking about showing up consistently for my audience about, about growing my email list, about being there and showing up with integrity. And you are the like epitome, the example of all examples. And I'm like, I want to do it like you do it. And I think that that is exciting. Like that is so motivating to me that I just, I don't know. I think I it's love that you said that about DCA is more than just about creating a course. It really is. I think it helps you be a better business owner. I, I do too. Let you get clarity on like what you really want and how to go after it. It's just, uh, there's so much more to it than that. And that makes me very happy that you said that. And it made me think of something really quickly. I have a niece. I, I only have one niece and she's my pride and joy. I pretend like she's my own and she, my sister's a teacher. So she's also going to be a teacher. She's graduating from mm -hmm. Baylor. 
And um, she said, Auntie, I, I really, she wants to be a teacher to her core. And she says, I really want to work with kids. It's where my heart is. I just am so sad I'll never make good money. That's what she said to me. I'm so yeah. sad that I'll never get paid well for a profession. I feel very strongly that I belong there. And I told yeah. her, I said, you are not uh, half, you don't have to only get paid as a teacher in mm -hmm. order to, you know, that's not your end game. You no. want to be a teacher, you go for it. You do your very best and you change lives. There's also other things you can do to make more money and to yes. be creative and to have more freedom than you think you can right now. So mm -hmm. I'm literally looking at her saying, oh my gosh, there's a whole other world out there for yes. you while you still are a teacher. Yes. And so yes. I just want all the teachers to hear that. The amount of money you make as a teacher is not your end game. There's so no. much more for you out there. Absolutely. And that's the beautiful thing about it is that you can go above and beyond that. And you can still do the thing that you love. You can still passionately teach, but you can also, you know, put ideas out into the world. There's other ways. I think that's really important. And for teachers, even for teachers that kind of feel stuck sometimes in the classroom or feel like they have no other option, there are options. That's the other part. Like we have skills that can be used in other ways. So I think that's, I think that's really important. Yes. What do you think, what do you think is the most important advice that speaking to it, like teacherpreneurs, the most important advice around creating a digital course? So the most important advice for teach, teacherpreneurs that I would say is that you have to know that number one, you are absolutely capable of doing this. I love what you just said. Teachers have so many skills that can translate to other areas. I can't say that about all of the people I work with. So you have this wealth of knowledge skill set that can absolutely translate into a digital course. But for it to work, number one, you have to believe that you are worthy and you are capable of doing this. And it's okay if you don't have a business degree or you know how to run an online business, we all figure it out from scratch. We yes. all don't know what we're doing in the beginning. So allow mm -hmm. yourself to not know what you're doing, but still get started because you are worth it. And number two, I would say that it's so important to remember that you have the you have to make the time you have to carve out your schedule because teachers are busy and it's a very taxing overwhelming job so mm -hmm. you have to say where can i find the pockets of time to devote to this because one of the uh, one of the things that will come up for a teacher especially is i don't have the time when would i mm -hmm. ever be able to do this but we make time for what we believe is a priority so is there something you're making time for right now that doesn't need to be your priority. Can you carve out a few hours a week or on the weekend in order to work on this? Because for anyone who listens, if they join me in Digital Course Academy, I will literally walk you through step by step by step with the most patient style and virtual handholding. But you've got to find the time in your schedule to do it. And it's not just looking at the calendar and edging out a few hours. It's believing that you're worthy to take the time yeah. to do it. So the two yeah. go hand in hand, which is a great thing to do to talk about because you started this out with mindset, but we talked about mm -hmm. strategy and it comes together right here for yes, sure. It absolutely does. I love that. And you, I just listened to a podcast you did, one of your shorties, and you were talking about getting in the game. And I'm like, this is, this is that, get yeah. in the game. And you will hold their hand. And that's the reason, another reason why I love like being 
any associated with you at all, because I know that if I, that when I say this is the best, you're the best. I feel so good about saying that because I know you will take care of people and you will lead them on. And I think that is so reassuring. It's it just it's just so reassuring to me. And I don't ever want to like I don't want to put my name with things that I don't fully I, believe in. And I fully believe in you and what you do. And it is about so much more than digital courses. It's about mindset. It's about marketing. It's about everything showing up consistently. It's so much. So I love that. All right. I have one thing to tell you. And then I, and then I, we have a few minutes to do a little quick lightning round, if that's all right with you. Okay. So I have to tell you this quick story about my friend who also went through GCA. We went through it together and she recently, she just emailed me or texted me the other day. And she's like, you're not even going to believe this. She's like, I had a nightmare of a launch. Everything that could go wrong went no. wrong, but it ended up in a six figure success. What? Yes. I wasn't expecting yes. that. Yeah. And she's like, cause I know I'm reading it. I'm like, Oh, Farah, this is terrible. Like, and she's telling me all this stuff. And she's like, I want to talk about it on the podcast. So she's actually, she'll be, she's actually, actually that episode will come out right, right before yours does. Okay. And so she shares about this crazy experience. And then it ends up being like, Oh my gosh. And she was actually still making money when she was, when I was interviewing her on the podcast. Yeah. Ever. (laughs) It can, it could be rough, especially the first few launches. They never go as planned, but that doesn't mean they can't be profitable. Now, a lot of people will do their first launch and it's not nearly as profitable as they want. It's not six Mm -hmm. figures, but I love the stories of they got back up and they did their second launch and it was profitable. Yes. Third launch even more. So it doesn't just stop with that first launch, but dang, I love that hers turned out so successful. Yeah, it was so exciting. And she, I mean, she's had she's had good launches and others in other other years, but this has been, yeah. So she's one of, she's definitely one of your star students. She's done very well. And she's listened to the things that you've said. And I I remember when we went through it, you know, early together and we were like, okay. And it was so, yeah, it's funny. So I'm excited. I'm excited for her and for, for all people that have a chance to do that. Okay. So one of the things first, um, you have a free masterclass coming up. So can you speak to that? Because I think people like, this is something, a chance for you to really get to see more of Amy and learn. And it's, it's available. You can go, you can um, sign up at Trina Devery teaching and learning.com forward slash DCA masterclass, all one word. So Amy, that's coming, right? Yes. It's coming up. And here's why I love a good masterclass. In it, I'm going to walk you through really what it takes to get started. So you're very clear on some of the key decisions you need to make and some of the obstacles that could get in your way and how to just skip those obstacles right from the get-go. And one of the things is if you purchase Digital Course Academy or not, the masterclass, you'll walk away with absolute value and more clarity around the type of course you wanna create, what it's going to look like for you and how to get started. So if you're even just a little bit curious about what a digital course might look like for you, get on the masterclass because you will walk away with absolute clarity if it is right for you or not. Oh, I love that. It's exciting. Okay. Yay. I'm excited for that. All right. So now I have a few little questions for you. Okay. So here we go. Dawn or dusk, your favorite Ooh, time of the day. Absolutely dawn. Dawn? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? I, I could say that for sure myself. <laughs> I am. Yeah. All right. Favorite childhood TV show. Okay. I love this question. Um, 
<laughs> uh, what was I should know this now I got nervous do you remember Ricky Schroeder is it yes yes silver is it yes. silver spoons yes love <laughs> silver spoons and I had a big crush on him <laughs> me too he was so adorable I totally forgot about that show okay. oh that's so funny how many hours of sleep do you need absolutely eight like no question about it how about you how many yes how many, eight, yeah. eight or nine oh, I, I, I really nine. am more of a nine yeah, yeah. I I need sleep um and then do you have any reoccurring dreams or nightmares yes that my husband Hobie cheats on me and then I wake <gasps> up in the morning and I'm mad at him all morning he's like babe this did not happen I'm like but you did it so yeah it's <laughs> terrible I should go to therapy over it but he gets the brunt of it that's hilarious. And you too are so adorable. So I think that is so funny. Is, that, that he's like is, the last person yeah. I would ever imagine to cheat. But yeah, he does in my dreams. That's so funny. And you are, guys are so cute. I think people, everyone should see that video of you guys dancing in your uh, house. Like so I, I was like, oh, there's hope. There's there hope is. in the world. Like maybe I can fall in love again. Oh, yeah. I love that. Love, love, love. <laughs> and my last question, what does a person need to be happy oh they need to know what makes them happy this is something that i've been really passionate about i don't think we always know what we want or what mm. true happiness looks like to us because we look at social media and that's we just copy what everyone else is saying what makes them happy so to get really clear on what you want and what brings you joy that i know it sounds silly but that is what brings you happiness no, i agree and yeah. i journal about it all the time what do you want what makes you happy what are you grateful for i have to remind myself because sometimes it gets a little bit mixed up in here yeah no i think that's i love that i think it's so true and journaling about it is really important because you start to realize where you're kind of limiting some of your own dreams and so we've got to we got to let them we got to open them up yes thank you absolutely. amy thank, thank you, you for being here so fun. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you too. And I love to see how much you've succeeded in the compliments about my course from you mean the world. Cause I know you've gone through it multiple times and you've trained other people to go through it. So thank you so much. Oh, so great. Isn't she just an unbelievable force of nature? That's, that's how I feel. And there's one little part that we talked about after we were like off, officially like off the air that I have to share because it totally made my day. And I'm going to share it with you in just a moment. But before I do, I want to remind you that there is a boot camp that will walk you through that really beginning part of creating a course and even help you in ways that you can't even imagine for your business. And that is available. That's a five-day boot camp. It's available right now. It starts today. That's the only reason I'm even talking about it is because it starts today. And you can find it at trinadeverytteachingandlearning.com forward slash boot camp. Or you can join the free masterclass, and that is right around the corner as well. And that is also really exciting. I really, you know, you're never supposed to give people more than one call to action. But I want you to know about the boot camp because I think it can be so helpful to have that initial part like really solidified in your mind. Because you heard how I how I admitted that I made a mistake in the very beginning. In the very, very beginning of creating the course, I did it more than once. That beginning part is so essential. So if I had the opportunity to do that five-day intense training with Amy, oh, 
I would totally take it. In fact, I am going to totally take it. So I hope to see you inside. Here's the bonus part of the episode that I can't help to keep in because I have a little bit of a vanity issue. Little tiny rural town. So, (laughs) And you have kids? I do. I have a 22-year-old daughter and I have a 18-year-old son. He just turned 18 on Tuesday. How old are you? I'm 51. Stop it. Okay. Yeah. I absolutely <laughs> thought you were younger than me. And when I asked how many kids you have, I thought you were going to say they're like 10 years old. Oh, Girl, no. you're looking good. Whatever you're doing with that cream, keep it up. <laughs> you look great. I would have never oh. guess that. Well, oh, this has been you. really fun. Thank you so much for spending the time. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. I really, I really do appreciate you. It means the world. Good luck. Good luck on the um, launch for everything. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. And there you have it. And she called me friend. Oh, she just, and, and young. She just made my whole year. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at teacherpreneurs, raise your hand, or on my website, Trina Debery, teaching and learning, teacherpreneurs, raise your hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.